Hello and welcome to the special edition of your ACL Sports Pod, also known as your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emekawonga. This edition, like I said, is an MPFL special. We will be having on this show um, Nigeria Beach Soccer Legend, but who is also actually an MPFL warrior, um, Abu Aziz, on the show. Um, that's Zizaga himself, um, who tell us about his stories and um, his career and his times at all the uh, MPFL clubs that he has played. Apart from that, we'll be joining um, the ACLSports.com chief football writer, Isai Odairo, as he goes through some of the club sites to speak to MPFL um, players and they would give us their their thoughts on the current lockdown. So this and much more when we return on your Sports Memo podcast. Right, welcome back to your Sports Memo podcast. I still have Zizaga with me here and um, it is my privilege to welcome him back onto the pod. Thanks for joining us, Abu. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Mr. Calvin. Uh, thank you so much for bringing me down again. Right. Where do we start? Um, a lot of people, including myself, to my utter shame, used to think that you were only a beach soccer player. But apparently, you you're you're actually far more far more an MPFL player than the beach soccer bit. How did you manage to move uh, to change this code to play in the beach soccer for that to make you that much of a legend? Yeah, this is actually something that uh, I have been past um, 10 years. Um, the same year I joined the beach soccer team happened to be the same year I joined um, Julius Vega Football Club of Lagos and um, since then I've been uh, switching uh, both games. It hasn't been very very easy for me because um, as, a, as a player in the Nigerian League, uh, whenever the national beach soccer team is having a tournament, I have to um, take permission to leave to go and represent the national team and sometimes before I get back sometimes uh, some other good players might have um, taken my position in the team so I have to um, work a triple hat again for me to get my position back and you know switching from beach soccer back to um, the regular football sometimes it is not always very very easy because um after playing the beach soccer tournament, you need at least um, three weeks to be able to rest, to get yourself back because um, it's been a very, very tedious tournament. So, I don't have that time to rest. I, well, immediately I get back from my national team, I have to resume immediately and mm-hmm. sometimes um, it tells on my body, but this is, um, this is Nigeria, this is Africa. We are people that um, we find every means to cope in every situation we find ourselves. So, all I've been doing for the past 10 years is coping. That's extraordinary. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know this. So, you 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 take permission from your, your regular football club to play in beach soccer. And then, when you come back, you now have to go through the rigors of your mind and your body walking back to play reg- yes. regulation football. Of course, yes. Of course, yes. Because wow. um, if I don't resume immediately, you know, 
um, so many players must have, have must have taken my position in the team, and um, it's not something I like. Uh, so I have to resume immediately and um, to start training and working extra hard. Mm. So that is um, what I've been coping with for the past ten years, and um, I hope um, it ends soon. Right. You know, you mentioned Julius Berger. That is yes, that is one club that I remember when I was growing up back then in Lagos. We they always used to tell boys that if you want to play good football, don't go to Storzo. Don't go to ACB. Just try and sign for Julius Berger. How 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 was it for you at the time when you started with Julius Berger? Oh um, I joined um, Julius Berger um, with the help of uh, coach Napoleon Aluma. Um, a worry-based coach uh, that came to um, Julius Berger then and um, I was extremely happy with myself and um, grateful to God to have signed that contract because that has really shaped a lot of things in my life as a footballer and uh, as um, a person because um, it's made me realize that um, you don't stop working hard, you just have to continue working out because you don't know who is watching. Mm. Uh, I went to Las Vegas for tryouts and um, unfortunately, it was uh, Coach um, Ambrose Duru that was heading our training session and after some time Coach Duru actually told me and so many other players that uh, we are good players but um, we have to leave because a new coach would be joining the team the next day. So mm. the, new, the new coach has already instructed him to drop most of the players so i was among the players that he said they should drop and um i just i was so happy that at least in my life i was able to train with julius vega and even play friendly matches with them i was extremely happy Mm -hmm. like that was experience for me so immediately after he told me not to come again i was already planning my life that if i can train and play for Julius Vega that I think I am ready to mm. play professional football. So I went home and I was even celebrating with my family that ah, I don't go, I don't come home. You went back like, to worry? No, I'm a Lagos, I'm from Lagos. Okay. I am from Lagos. So I went to meet my family and um, I told them that I have gone and I have seen, although I didn't conquer, but at least I have seen what Julius Vega is all about. Mm. It was that same evening I got a call that the new coach came and was asking specifically about me that what of that boy with the life to the wear different different AS Roma jersey. <laughs> and um, that was how I got back to the team. And uh, when I got back to the team, uh, the screening or the tryouts increased because um, Coach Napoleon Aluma happened to be one, one coach that loves the physical exercises very, very well. And um, I made up my mind that if they could call me back, there was no way I would not sign this contract. I would do anything I can. And that was how I started training extra hard, extra hard, till I signed that contract. So it made me believe in myself and um, changed me as a person that um, you don't even know who is watching you. That's true. Just continue doing what you're doing. So I signed for Julius Berger, and that, that happened to be my breakthrough to um, this level that I have gotten to. Because so, after the Julius Berger days, I also made some 
contact with people that um, uh, they were already scouting me. So I think that's what signing for Julius Vega is actually a breakthrough for me as a footballer because I know um, many of my colleagues that we started that um, um, couldn't take that kind of um, step I took. Mm. And um, fortunately, uh, they are still at home right now. I so I really want to thank God for that breakthrough of um, signing for Julius Vega. Which means, eh? So from Julius Vega, I actually moved to Bridge FC, um, then to Para United, then um, to Worry Wolves. From Worry Wolves, I moved to a Yimba International. Uh, then I traveled to Turkey. Uh, my deal couldn't work out. I had to come back, sign for. Um, Shooting stars, then Enugu Rangers. So you played for both Enimba and Rangers. Yes, I have played for Enimba, played for Enugu Rangers, played for Wariwo. This is my second spell playing for Wariwo, actually. Did, did I, I let me um, back up a bit to the the move to Turkey? You know, I, I've been. It's actually something I was planning to find a way to ask you that um how have you not signified have you not tried moving abroad so now you mentioned that you did go to turkey what um can you legally say that uh, made it not yeah, work in, out in 2017 i i went to turkey i went to samsung sport and um um it's i had just um few days to sign my First contract abroad, and um, there was this issue between my manager and the club, and um, I really don't know because till till date, the manager decided not to tell me whatever transpired between them, and um, I wasn't in the um, best place to go and confront um, the management of uh, the team. I was actually begging my my manager to explain to me what has happened because when I got to Turkey like um, the club, the coaches, the players, they were so happy that um, I am joining the team mm-hmm. and after some time training with them the club was going for an away game because of how the coach likes me, the coach instructed that um, I have to go with them to go and watch their away game so I actually traveled with them to watch their away game. They lost the game 2-0. Mm-hmm. So it was open. And uh, based on what the coach told me, he said after the away game, we we're going back to our own city, Samson. Mm-hmm. And um, in just a few days, I was going to sign my contract. So whatever transpired between the, the management and my manager is um, still a mystery to me till date. So... That was why I didn't sign in Samsung Sport then. And um, instead of just sitting down there in Turkey, yeah. I think it's best for me to just come back to Nigeria and um, restart. And unfortunately, unfortunately for me, mm. when I'm going to Turkey, I already said a goodbye to Nigeria League. Oh, this is life. You have to have um, a rethink and a plan B for everything. So I think um, it's about still working hard and... Um, anything is possible everybody still wants to play abroad so i think i'm also 
very, very ready to play abroad. Let, let, let me back up a bit. You saying that you were that into, or the club were that into you, that you were even in the traveling party to an away game, and you had such yeah. a, you had such a rapport with the with the uh, with the coach, and then something just happened between your manager and the, the club. Knowing what you know now, if that kind of situation presents itself again, what do you what do you think you would you would have done differently in that kind of situation? Um, I would have tried as much as possible to get uh, more closer to um, maybe the coach or the team manager or maybe the chairman or the president of the team. I would try as much as possible. Mm. to at least get more clues out to them to at least be able to know um, whatever is happening but on the other side um, I don't think um, it's actually my job yes. because um, it's actually the job of my own um, manager to be able to explain things to me but if my manager has refused to explain to me I think um, there is more to it mm. and um Instead of um, having issues, um, it's better you just let 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 things slide, and um, who knows, you can still work together again, uh, and um, who knows, um, there might be a bigger or better offer coming. You you've shown an incredible level of um, of humility and strength of spirit that that kind of thing did not break you, and you decided to. Okay, if it doesn't work out in Turkey, I would I would still come back to the MPFL because I know for a fact there are many former MPFL players who are roaming around in Turkey now and not playing football. I know that I've been to Turkey and I've seen quite a few of them. They didn't want to come back to Nigeria, but you beat the bullet and you you came back. So your strength of character, I I I applaud that. So you came back. Thank you. you you didn't find it difficult to readjust mentally, did you? When I, when I got back to Nigeria, actually, I was very, very sad. I was very, very sad. I can because, imagine. Uh, at that period, when I left um, Nigeria, I left Iyimba then. So I think Iyimba are going to be the biggest team in Nigeria. And um, at that period, all I wanted was just to move abroad. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. So I came back home. And um, when I was home, my manager actually promised me that um, by May that same year, mm. uh, I will be traveling again, that um, I should become. I said, all right, fine, no problem. So I was at home just walking out on my own and I'm um, training and I was getting ready for um, May, June for mm. me to travel again. And unfortunately, um, around March, I wanted to start um, communicating with my manager so I could know what next, what next. And he stopped taking my calls, mm. stopped replying my mails, stopped replying uh, my text messages and everything. I tried everything I do to, everything I could to get across and um, it was to no avail at all. And um, around me, no calls, no messages, just a few days to my birthday. Mm. Um, that was May 26th. 
May 26th, I had to just make that decision that um, instead of just sitting at home, being idle mm-hmm. and um, watch my teammates play, it better I just look for somewhere to just play. And uh, at that period, almost all the teams in the Nigerian league has um, finished recruiting players. So I had to just make one or two calls and um, that was how I found myself in Ibadan to play for Shooting Stars. Okay. I got Shooting Stars, um, I had to take um, a huge pay cut to play in Shooting Stars, but all I wanted was to just um, be active, to play and um, um, not stay at home because um, it's, it's, it is actually not my thing to just um, sit at home and watch. So I had to just go play in Ibadan. I couldn't have um, a good uh, season in shooting stars um, I don't know I don't know and uh, unfortunately the team um, relegated which is actually one sad moment for me because um, I really wanted to help the team mm. but before I got the team the team was already um, down and um, I really wished um, I could help the team but unfortunately it didn't work out so I played for Shooting Stars and um, um, there was a match we played against um, Enogun Rangers and the away game. Mm, in um, yes, in Enogun. I scored there, over there in Enogun. And um, from there, uh, I, I started getting calls from Enogun to come over. And when the season ended, I was at home. Luckily, um, my former chairman, Mr. Davison Omi, mm. an ex-international, mm. happened to be chairman of um, the new chairman of Enogun Rangers. So mm-hmm. we communicated, and um, he told me to come over. Luckily, the coach, um, the newly um, appointed coach, happened to be somebody that um, I have always wanted to work with, um, Coach Benga Ogumbote. Okay. So we communicated and um, they told me to come over. So I went to Enogun. I trained with the team for just um, two, three days and um, it was very, very sure and obvious that I was going to sign for them. So that was how I moved to Rangers. And um, unfortunately, although um, I had just a very short scale at Rangers uh, for a personal reason, I had to leave Rangers. But I am kind of disappointed that I couldn't get um, a long time spell, but this is football and um, anything happens in football, you just have to continue working hard as a footballer. So that is all about um, leaving Turkey and coming back to Nigeria to play. Mm. It's actually not a um, bad thing to still play in Nigeria. You, There are players in Nigeria league that um, has traveled out uh, came back to um, redouble their efforts and um, they are playing in the in big leagues in Europe right now. So I think um, everything is about time. So you just have to respect God's time. That's the most important thing. I I I, I really this is this is quite fascinating and like I said earlier it's quite impressive and I didn't even know that this one you, you mentioned now that. There are quite a number of people who um, also returned from um, Europe when things didn't go well. See, before you yeah. before you you signed for Bega, 
when you were younger, which um, local, which Nigerian team did you support? And did you think, if I start to play pro, this is the club I would like to play for? Yeah, back back then, back then when I was uh, much younger, uh, the only Nigerian team I watch once in a while, like if they're on TV, is, it's actually Julius Vega. And um, it's, it's actually because of um, um, great players like um, Igalo that has played for played there, mm-hmm. uh, Ambrose Duru, um, great um, Rashidi Yekini, great players. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, so many great players that has played for that team. They really inspire me that if I work hard, I can get to that level. And um, I think uh, I'm actually. Uh, um, got it through hard work and um, luck I would say a little bit of luck because um, if I wasn't lucky enough I don't think I would have been called back to come and continue my screening with the team and um, I think um, Julius has actually been the team that has um, supported or watched although um, during the 2013-14 Champions League that Ayimba won, I think I watched most of those, or few of those matches as well. Mm. And um, they are actually my respect so much. But uh, because Julius um, Berger happened to be a team I watched most times, uh, there's this their striker there, Shegun Abiodun, happened to be someone I, there was a match Julius Berger played and he scored a goal and um, that goal he scored happened to be one of the goals I scored in training a day before that day. Really? So that actually made me like that actually made me like uh, the striker and made me like watching the same more. Is there's a there is something that I have been very curious about. Um, okay. When when I was when we were growing up, yeah, people who played in the Nigerian league you knew yeah. that once you're playing in the league and you play well enough you will play for the green eagles and the super eagles but lately yes, lately it seems like there's no it's a waste of time playing the Nigerian league and having the ambition to play for the super eagles you and your mates the people that you speak with in the in MPFL that you what, what what do you people think about this this matter of not playing for the um, super eagles. Um, I am. I am one. I am. I am one of the few um, people with a very positive mind, and um, I am really, really not um, biased when um, look um, Nigerian league players are not being called up to the national team. I am not being biased at all because I know everything is time. And um, because of the present situation in um, the national team at the moment, mm. um, the Nigerian players are not being looked on. It is not because um, we are not good enough, but it is simply because we are not being packaged enough. Okay. If we are being packaged enough, I know very, very well that the national team coaches would be seeing us well. For instance, now, most of the football toughs in Nigeria in the football pitch the mm. football 
our pitches in Nigeria uh, are not very, very good enough for a good football match because 90% of the pitch are astrotop. Oh, and play, is that right? Playing on this, playing on yes, playing on the synthetic feed is um, actually um, not too good for us. It doesn't bring out the best in this league. You know, because you are you are always um, going in and out of injury because of the tough. As I'm talking to you right now, I am just coming back from an ankle injury. Yeah, I noticed from your tweets. You get. So the thing is, the thing is, the, the field itself, it is not um, conducive enough. The pitch, the some of sometimes um, the environments, um, the mm. team's environments, you find yourself. Uh, you are not even con- you are not conducive. You are not comfortable enough, and sometimes most of these things don't bring out the best in us. Okay, like a football team now traveling by road for. Mm. Team. If you are traveling on the road for 16, 17 hours, I don't see any how you would um, recover enough to play a match the next day or the following day it is not possible you get so most of these things they don't bring out the best in the players in the league they don't bring out the best Mm. and that that is why sometimes a player uh, finds it hard to be consistent you you made it very all this all this um, I I think hello no go ahead go ahead please no because all these things are some of the things that um, adds to a player's performance and um, it hasn't been really really helping us but if we have um, if we package our league very very well um, financially and um, the league is marketable very very well and mm. the league is on TV before you know it this would embrace the players more to want to do more, to want to give their best and from there, the national team coaches would be seeing them. So, in a league where the national team coaches only see the play, see these players play maybe just twice in a season, mm. there is no how the national coaches would pick these players. So, me, I am of this uh, belief that um, it is actually because of uh, the present situation in the league at the moment. So I am not blaming the national team coaches at all. I am not blaming them and I am not blaming any player. But I just feel our league would have been extremely better if our league is um, well packaged and well structured because um, the players would be more encouraged and um, the players would be giving out more of their best performance. So with that, the, the national team coach would have, would have been looking at us well but so unfortunate right now but this is football by god's grace by god's grace um any player that is lucky enough might um get an offer to play abroad and when the player gets abroad uh, it's just a matter of time before you get into the national you said something about the 17 hour road trip see i i have muted this is an idea a couple of us have muted to um the Nigerian football administrators. I don't know what some of you players might think about, think of it. However, is it, would, what if the league eh, 
the, the, the National League is run in regions to reduce road travel. And then the top two teams in those in those regions will then come and play in a in a super in a super six or a super four or a super eight. Would that that would that, that will reduce travel? Yeah, I don't think um I don't think I don't think I don't think that is a bad idea, but um, from my own um small um reasoning, my small sense is um I feel if um, the, the, the league is well structured and um, well packaged, um, when the timetable of um, all the matches are out before the season starts, mm-hmm. it doesn't take anything from all the teams to partner with airlines and um, flight rates would be cheaper so that teams can be traveling by air to go for their matches instead of going by road. This season alone, this mm. season, mm-hmm. um, there was an accident to Lobby Stars. Yes. Their, their boss got a punt. Eyimba International, they were coming from an away match. They got robbed and attacked. Mm. You get? Yeah. Um, some of these things uh, might have uh, been avoided if the teams were traveling by road, uh, by air. Hmm. The season I joined Ayimba International, uh, we, we were in camp in Ogun State and um, we had to travel from Ogun State to Kaduna for our Super 6, yes, to Kaduna. We were going by road and um, along um, Kappa, along that Kappa road, mm-hmm. we were attacked. Um, so many valuables were um, collected from us. So some of these things uh, can be avoided if um, the league is um, actually well structured and uh, um, put in place. Because I know very very well that um, we have um, too many quality players in Nigeria, but um, some things are not um, going on well that are not bringing out the best in these players. How do you react to being mentally? How do you react to playing football after being attacked on the way to a match? Um, this is this is what we face because um, in Nigeria, um, in Nigeria, you, we have to just um, adapt to situations. I I was trying to say something earlier when I said sometimes um, the uh, kind of team you find yourself eh, mm. uh, puts you under so many um, problems. For instance, um, you are going for a match and you are being attacked. Or you 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 have an accident mm-hmm. on the road. Some there are some players or individuals that are mentally they might not be able to concentrate again. Yes. So you 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 might find yourself in a team where if um you, if at the end of that you couldn't play because you are mentally down, mm. you find yourself um being in a problem that uh, uh, in the field too big. No one So you will get no support. No. Put another person, and that might be the end of you. I'm telling you sometimes. Wow. That is. So you don't choice than to just force yourself to play. Wow. Than to force yourself to play. Wow. You, you I am shocked. Wow. 
that is that is that's why I, I if you if you were listening to me I said and I, I was saying something like there are teams you find yourself as mm. conditions in that team mm. you don't have choice than to start playing under pressure because if you don't play one match now or you are having a um emotional problem mm-hmm. psychological problem mm-hmm. and you did not play well that day that might just be the end of you playing for that team so nobody comes to ask so, you so what your problems are so many players playing in the nigeria league uh, plays under uh, um pressure and um, it hasn't been helping at all it hasn't been helping you see um, a player um, that you know that this person is a very very good player the person plays badly today and um the next thing um they drop him immediately wow so this is why i said um, most players in nigeria no matter how good you are sometimes in a particular team you play for you play under pressure and this hasn't been bringing out the best in most players hmm. I think finally, before I let you go, because left to me, you've got so much to to tell about the uh, MPFL. If there's a, if you if you know if a if a 13 year old boy comes to you now and says to you, Bros, how do what do I do? How do I make it? How do I become a professional footballer? What do I need? What are the things you would? What's your advice? No, to I have been. Um, I think I have been motivating us so many young and upcoming footballers and I don't um, um, want them to be in um, uh, I don't want them to be in my shoes when I was growing up because um, I had just few people that um, um, could motivate me while I was growing up but um, because of where I came from and um, how I grew up I I used to motivate myself and because of things I see around me mm-hmm. those things uh, motivates me a lot so the upcoming players I talk to right now is um, um, for them to look at a player like Abu Aziz now Abu Aziz uh, is not um, where he is to because um, he pay he, he, he pays um, people to play football Abu Aziz is there because he is extremely hardworking. Abu Aziz is there because he is always committed when playing. Mm. Abu Aziz is there because um, he tries as much as possible to watch more football matches to learn more. Abu Aziz doesn't watch football on TV because he wants to support Asna. He watches football because he wants to learn how to play more. Mm. Abu Aziz is where he's, where he is today. Because um, he tries as much as possible to see himself playing better than the people he used to look up to. So if you want to become a great footballer, try as much as possible to work on yourself. And um, if um, luck is on your side, I think um, you'll be a great footballer. And uh, But the most important thing is uh, for you not, not to ever give up just continue working at just continue working at thank you so very much Abu. thank you so very much Abu. thank you for coming on your sports memo podcast it's been an absolute privilege to have you on thank you thank you so much thanks
So that we have it. That was Zizaga on his um, MPFL and generally football career thus far. So from now we go to join um, Fisayo Dairo and the MPFL players that he's been able to speak to during this lockdown. Yes, we are now being joined live on the ACS Sports Board by a centre defender for Dakara FC, one of the clubs that have really surpassed their imagination in this season's MPFL. His name is Somiari Alalibo. Welcome to the pod, Somiari. Thank you, sir. Yes, like you know, now like everyone knows, the league has been on break for over two weeks now. Football has been shut down across the world due to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, as someone who is thoroughly involved in the game almost in the year round, training, playing, having preseason and stuff, how has the break been for you? Yeah, seriously, I miss football so much. But I'm trying to adjust to the situation and go. Sincerely speaking, this break is helpful to us because since last year in the NNL season, we haven't had a longer break like this before. So I think this break is helpful to us. How have you been spending the break? It's in, um, of course, isolation cases and stuff. How have you really been spending? Are you, are you really participating in physical exercise or anything? Yes. Like, I've been doing some indoor training and I do play a 5 5 football in my area and it gives the people joy seeing an MPF player playing alongside them. Um, so, one question on the list of many is that, you know, even in Europe everywhere, the debate lingers, is the league going to continue, is it going to be suspended? In Nigeria, we just had to match the 25 before that mm-hmm. break. And your team are not doing particularly badly, being their first ever season in the MPFL. Which one do you do you stand for? Should we continue the league after the break, or should we should we cancel and start all over? How do you think? To me, I feel the league should continue because we are a newly promoted and our players here. We have one aspiration of living in Dakada. We want to play and live in Dakada, so we need to go to expose ourselves. Yes. All right. And you being a young defender, you've been rated by a lot of observers as one of the best young defenders in the league this season. What are your immediate aspirations? You just talked about many in your team joining bigger yes. clubs. And I remember Utibe Arita Chibong left midway to join a bigger club in Lubistar as well. Um, if Ojuku also joined Orinja. So what are your own immediate aspirations, especially in football general? Yeah, my aspiration one is to leave my present club to a bigger club. Hopefully, I have this aspiration of, hopefully, I have this aspiration of wearing the green and white jersey of Nigeria. All right, I'm glad. Brian, on that way. Thanks for joining us on the show, Ibrahim. Thank you very much for coming. Okay, now, it's been over two weeks since we've had this long break that nobody knows when it's going to end because of the coronavirus pandemic. Lots of um, footballing people, players, journalists, referees, administrators, all 
in I, I do, so to say. So how has the break been for you? The past two weeks or so, how has it been for you? Especially when you had the fact that you lost one of your teammates, that's if I judge, just at the start of the break. How has it been the past two to three weeks? Well, I must say, the uh, break haven't been easy because um, you repeat the same thing every day. You sleep, you do a little bit of exercise, you eat, indoor all day. And that will be easy, but all the things you just have to endure because uh, safety first is better that way. Safety first. That's good. Um, you, during the course of this season, You've been loved by so many, especially in Enugu. Every match day in Enugu is always chance about Oyegu, Oyeball and stuff. Does that make you miss football at all? Wow, I really miss football. I must say because it is part of me. It's something that gives me joy anytime I do it. So, I've been out of the game for two weeks or so. I've, I've, I've not been easy. I've been able to go. Okay. Yes, we find to the league again. Amen. Yeah. And still talking about this past two to three weeks. Yes. Everybody is not happy um, because the break has left us and doing nothing. But what are the good things that you think the break has done for you? Uh, um, some, some, some people say. Uh, they're able to see their loved ones and stuff like that. Um, what is the good thing that at least this this break? Because we should always find blessing in every disappointment. So what 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 has it really done to you? Well, for me, any, in any situation you find yourself, you just have to thank God. Give thanks to God because He knows the best. So and I think uh, the break has made me reunite with my family once more, and I'm really happy. For that because it's been long I saw them so I, I just have to listen to God for that uh, privilege because I know very soon all this um, issue of this pandemic uh, stuff is going to be over. Um, now just two more questions for you. Um, yes, you a little bit touched on that earlier on but we were on March day 25 before the season was postponed indefinitely. Now Rangers who started the, the season badly are now doing well. I think you were in sixth position before we called it off. So, what some people are saying, let's call it off, let's start again. Some people are saying, let's continue. So nobody even knows when they are going to return. But what would you be supporting if you are asked to pick one of the two? Which one would you like to support? I think we continue to do that. So, something shouldn't be what should be in our mind. Like, that much. What we should be all after is the safety of everybody, safety of the world. Mm. Let's pray together that this stuff end and every other thing can follow. That, that, that's very, very good there. Uh, now, finally, you've been an under 23 player in the league that has really done so much. It goes this season and at least three assists. Um, what are your immediate um, aspirations? You know, now you are you are currently playing for one of the best teams in the league already. That's Rangers. So, what are your immediate aspirations? In, where do you see yourself in in years very soon to come? 
I, I, I see myself in Europe. I, I so much believe that after Rangers, I believe mm. I see myself in Europe playing in a big team in the Champions League. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for speaking with us on this year's Sports Pod. Ibrahim Alawi. Yes, we have been joined live on the ACS Sports Pod now by player of the league leader, Slappy United. His name is Salifu Ochoweche. You are always known as Oche Ochoweche. Welcome to the show, Salifu. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, um, how has it been? It's over two weeks now since we went on this mandatory break due to the coronavirus. Um, Lots of people have complained about boredom. Lots of people have said you know, they're idle and so on. But to you, being a footballer, how has the break been? Well, actually, I would say I would say it's bad too. For at the same time, it's a little bit bad because we are bored at home. No football activities, nowhere to go to. But at the same time, it's kind of a little bit better because we spend more time with our loved ones. Right now, yeah. that, 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 we, miss, we miss football, but the boredom is something else. That's what's brilliant. Now, um, are you keeping fit? Is it just about eating, waking up, sleeping, and eating again? How are you keeping, keeping the shape? Actually, I do train once in a while, but not every day. But I do train once in a while. Once in a while. Okay. Um, are you still in jobs or you traveled? Yeah, presently I'm still in just. I'm still in just. Okay. okay, that's good. Now your team, uh, many people would like to know um, what has been the magic. You guys are, are four points clear, right, on the yeah. table. And um, there's this thing about Abdul Kaba and the magic. You have been an integral part of the team, passing almost all, but I think two or three games. And yeah. the, the team play the car, play the end striker. How has the team been that good? How, how have, you, have you guys been that good? Okay, because before we started the league this season, we have been together, went for camping also. We train a lot and we get to know each other very well. So even before the season starts, actually, we already knew we are going to have a good season. Mm. Because we play a lot of friendly matches to know where we are good on, where to work on. And I think we perfected everything and we joined them together. So that's how we took it to the league. And that's what has been our business so far. That's impressive. And um, I would also like to take you up on the fact that you've played in some other teams, Remo Stars, Rivers United, um, and of course, good coaches, even including Fatai Osho, who is now the coach of A.I.M.B.A. Um, yeah. how, um, yeah. how do you rate? Playing under to make cover and how has he been playing under him? Wow, it has been it has been nice so far because the inside of it, the way he plays his own football. That's the kind of way I actually wanted. Keep the ball, keep the ball on the ground very well because I'm not this type that like jumping. I don't, I'm not good on the air, so we don't play something like that. So I feel more comfortable playing under him because it's more easy for me to express myself. And do what I know how to do better. Now, I want to ask you this question some weeks back, but I would like to put it on record now. 
I feel him as one of the few ambidextrous players we have in the league that can use both left and right very well. Which one is your preferred foot among these two? Left. Left. But why yeah, is because that? Even, okay. even the, the three goals I've scored this season mm. is my left leg. I use my left. But why, why is it that you use your right so well as well? I don't know, maybe it's just because I used them when I was growing up and I don't think everybody has this love of using both feet perfectly well. I don't think I'm blocked in one of them. That's fine. So, um, you, your team is currently on top of the table, like I said earlier on. The league is on the match day 25, for calling it off. Um, not a bit temporarily. Now, across the world, people are debating, should the league continue? Should it not continue? Not only in Nigeria now. So, you... Even with the fact that if it calls us today, your team should be in the Cup Champions League next season, based on the position. But would you like it to be called up, or would you like that um, we continue to the end of the season? Yeah, it depends on anything they decide. But left to me alone, I'll, I think I want the league to continue. Mm. Yeah. You seem so confident in your team's ability. Very well. I have so much confidence. So much. All right. Um, Maybe one final one. Um, this has been a, a very good season for you, I must admit. So what will be your um, immediate aspiration? Plus, you are already one of the best teams in the league. So what, what are your aspirations now? Someone that has played in the league for up to three seasons now. My aspiration is just, I just pray this is going to be my last season in Nigeria because I probably want to go to Europe before the season ends by special grace of God. Alright, I wish you all the best and um, pray Thank you very much. May God grant all your dreams and aspirations as well. Amen. Thank you very much for speaking with us on this year's podcast. Thank you, sir. So there we have it. Special thanks to Isayo Dairo for um, this bit of getting the MPFL players to come to ACL Sports Pod. So, Thank you for being a part of the entire program. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you did, please share and also um, send us your your thoughts and your views and even your WhatsApp voice notes to um, our WhatsApp number. We will be able to replay some of them on our subsequent episodes. Till I come your way again next time, my name is Kavide Mekomoka. Please stay safe, stay home, do not go out, please, wherever you are, except of course you cannot work from home, then you can go out. Please stay home, stay safe, and this pandemic will pass. Peace.